This is Call Me Donovan, episode 20, recorded December 30th, 2023. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Call Me Donovan. I know it's unusual that I record multiples in a week, but this there's something that I, I wanted to mention in the previous episode and if you've listened to episode 19, then you know that episode 19 was a redo of the original episode 19. And in the original episode 19, I actually talked about what I'm about to talk about, <laughs> if that makes any damn sense. So, <laughs> I mean, it's Saturday morning at 9.16 a.m., and uh, I just got finished watching the section where my good friend Sam... Uh, he does uh, TSEN wrestling, and uh, I held on to the men's championship. Woohoo! So, yeah, that's pretty fun. Pretty fun. But no, what I wanted to uh, talk about was the fact that I am moving this podcast over to Substack. And don't get me wrong, the, the current podcast hosting provider, Tran, uh, Transistor.fm, love them. Great platform. It really is a great platform. And they are constantly enhancing and evolving the platform to accommodate and support more of the podcasting 2.0 elements and features that that keep coming about. And that's great. Though, side note, I really do, I, I'm, I'm kind of Debbie Downer when it comes to the whole podcasting 2.0 ecosystem. I guess that's not really the, the correct word, but... The whole value for value and 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 the the um trying to use uh, cryptocurrency, the sats and all of that. Look, I think it's an interesting endeavor what they're attempting to do. But in my humble opinion, and I'm not I'm not a pat a, a podcasting guru by any stretch of the imagination. I've only been podcasting since 2011. I just don't think it's ever going to gain traction in a meaningful way. And what I mean by a meaningful way is a way for people to utilize that aspect of it with the with the sats, they're called satoshis. But all of the back end shit that you have to set up to be able to support that. And it's been such a tough road for us to get the general public to understand what the hell a podcast is anyway. I mean a large majority of them know what it is now. But I remember years ago when my wife would be in the grocery store and she would, as you normally do, especially if you're down here in the South, you strike up a conversation with the cashier and she mentioned something about the podcast that she and I were doing at the time. I think that was the one uh, called Uncorked, where we would, uh, every week we would get a wine, sometimes a, a, a beer. She's not much on uh, drinking beer, but it would be a, a wine of some sort, and we would review it. And of course, the cashier had no idea what the hell a podcast was, and this would have been around 2013. So we've come a long way, baby. But again, like I said, as a side note, I just I don't think mainstream-wise, there's too many technical hurdles to have to get over right now for that to be something that everybody can understand and literally be able to listen to the podcast and Apple podcast or pocket cast or overcast or any of those and be able to hit a button where you, you, you contribute a couple of, 
couple of sats, a couple of hundred sats, whatever, to the podcaster. I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just not a long-term visionary when it comes to this. But like it or not, again, we've come a long way, but we're still battling against traditional forms of media when it comes to this. And then even in the podcasting space, we're battling against those purveyors of the traditional media that have moved over into podcasting. And they're making shit tons of money, and we aren't. Anyway, that's beside the point. Transistor.fm, great hosting provider. Nothing wrong with them. $19 a month, put as many podcasts as you want on there. And I don't think you have to worry about going up to the next tier until you have somewhere between 15 or I think might even be 20,000 downloads per month. If you're getting 20,000 downloads per month, hats off to you, brother or sister. But I have I have found that with Substack, and I will preface the fact that I was not all that keen to begin with on their podcasting setup. I didn't quite understand it. It felt confining. It felt limiting. But the more I've started using it, I've I've come to understand. I think it's okay. I mean, number one, it's free. So that's a given. And I'm using it for another property I own called Tifton Talks. And with Substack, I'm doing the Tifton Talks newsletter, which I put out two times a week, on, usually on Tuesday and Friday, depending on the amount of news that I, I want to cover here locally in Tifton, Georgia and South Georgia, Georgia as a whole. And, and sometimes just I have a section called In the Know that it's things that I think other people would find interesting. So I put those things in there. Well, I also started a podcast, Tifton Talks the Podcast, where sometimes I just talk about things that have gone on in the Tifton Talks Facebook group. I talk about things that were in the newsletter. Maybe I do a a monthly newsletter roundup. But the ones I'm most proud of are the interview podcast. I've got three of them. I've got one that I did an interview with a local real estate agent, uh, Ron Branch, who in full transparency, the company is one of my clients for my IT company. So it it was an easy get, if you will. The next one I did was there was a, um, there's a user in our Tifton Talks group who drives for Uber and Lyft, and he decided to start his own local ride sharing company. So I thought it would be beneficial to get, to help him get the word out. So we had a really good one hour long ish interview. I learned a lot about Uber and Lyft. And then just here recently, I did an interview with a, basically, I guess I should call her an entrepreneur because she wears many hats as she'll uh, <laughs> she'll describe in the beginning of the interview. Uh, she owns a company called the, uh, uh, the, the Brokerage Real Estate Company, I think is, is correct. And she recently found herself in the middle of a controversy uh, <laughs> regarding, involving a mural that had been painted on the side of a building that she purchased over the last six months or so. And then, uh, as any business owner would normally do, they want to spruce up the place. They want to give the building its own identity, and she painted over it. And, oh, my God, just listen to the episode. Go over to TiftonTalks.com, and uh, there's a link up there for the podcast. There's a link up there for the newsletter. Even if you don't live in Tifton, you don't live in South Georgia, No matter, it, even if you don't live in the United States and you want kind of an insight 
into what goes on in the United States, especially down here in the South, then uh, subscribe to the newsletter. Listen to the podcast. Yes, a little self-promotion there. Hey, this is, hell, I didn't even look at the calendar. Hang on a second. And with editing magic. Anyway, today is 217 sober days or this at the completion of the day, it'll be 217. I always say the day that I'm recording uh, because I have no intention. I, I don't have any alcohol in the house. I'm not going to get any. So anyway, 217, self-promotion for all the other stuff that I'm doing because I'm keeping myself busy. And, you know, IT business did really well this year. I hope that that rolls on over into 2024. Keep my fingers crossed because literally 2023 was the best financial year I have had in over a decade. I'm just saying. Anyway, along with that, I started cutting cost. So I, you know, we moved off. Uh, just buckle up. Uh, just, just go get yourself a cup of coffee or tea or whatever it is you want to drink because this thing's probably going to wind up being longer than uh, the the ten minutes I thought that it was going to be. And I'll get to the damn point. I swear. But yeah, I started cutting cost, and not because I was getting worried, but it was like this is this is nonsense, you know. First thing that I did, I may have mentioned this, I'm not sure. I tackled our cell phone bill with Verizon. Holy bejeebas. At one point, we were paying over $400 a month for cell phones. Now, that's five, six cell phones. I've got two. My main driver is an iPhone because it is the best phone. Fight me. And uh, But then I have an Android for other reasons. Uh reasons that uh, some people do not like iPhones, <laughs> certain network testing and Wi-Fi testing that is a lot easier to do on an Android. And plus, it never hurts when you're trying to to do testing to have a multiple, uh, a second number on a cell phone that you can do calls with and et cetera, et cetera, when you're trying to set up like studio stuff. So yeah, uh, everybody in my family, there's five of us, cell phones, then I've got that one, that additional one, so six. Almost, I think 425 was the highest I ever paid. Now, I paid part of it, and my oldest son paid part of it, and my youngest son contributed about 40 or $50 a month. So what we did over the last quarter is I started this by taking my spare phone and moving it to Visible. $25 a month, even. No BS special fees. No taxes, nothing. Two five dot zero zero. They have another package at forty five, but it just gives you faster five G. And honestly, around here, don't need it. I'm on Wi Fi most of the time. And so then my youngest son moved his phone. He he had me pay it off, and then he gave me the money, so his phone was paid off. And then he transferred his phone over to Visible. We got a a new phone for my daughter. Uh, bought it through Amazon. It's a she had a Motorola, we got her another, an updated Motorola. It's got 5G and all of that. I think it might have been t- somewhere between $200 and $300. Moved to Visible. No problems. I paid my iPhone off because I literally did the math. No, I did the math on my wife's. That's right. I'll tell you about that in a second. So I paid mine off so I can move it to Visible because I have no intention whenever I do finally upgrade to the ne- I've got an iPhone 13. And I am itching. I keep fighting myself. I want to go to an iPhone 15 Pro. I want the the additional camera capability. But I'm going to buy my phone outright because I don't want to 
number one, I, I'm not going to try to buy it through Visible because they go through another company if you want to pay by the month. And, uh, of course, I'm not going back to Verizon because that's just nonsense. So, anyway, paid mine off. Then I got to looking at my wife's. She was the last one other than my oldest son, and basically he's the only one left on the account, the Verizon account, so it's his. I got to looking at what my the, the equipment payoff was. 27 more months, 27 more months on her phone. So, and, and here's the thing. As I reduced the number of phones on the Verizon account, the cost per phone monthly went up for the service, you know? So if you were around 45, let's say $50 per phone, if you had four on there, you, you transferred one out to visible. Now it was 60 and then it went to 65. I think now my oldest son's going to be paying like 75 or $80 because he's the only one on there. I did a spreadsheet and I calculated out over the next 27 months with the cost of the equipment, the cost of her cell phone service that I would have to pay versus paying the phone off because I already had the money. And I even went so far as to, hey, if that money still sat in the savings account, and I think we're at like 4.25, 4.35 in the Capital One uh, th- uh, 360, the performance uh, savings account. Point is, I save $1,800, $1,800, almost $1,900 by taking the money out of savings, paying her phone off, and then transferring her over to Visible, which is exactly what I did. There you go. So I now pay $50 for two of mine and $50 for my wife and my daughter, and my two boys are on their own. One of them is on Visible, the other's not. He looked at Visible and said, well, he and he and his fiance, I think it's fiance, they want to travel to Japan sometime and the roaming and all on Visible. I was like, well, you, you do whatever you want to do. You know, you're the only one on this account now. So, you know, good luck, you mad bastard. But yeah, been cutting costs. So this isn't really that much of a cost cutting because I still have, I still have one more podcast on here under Transistor. But now... If I make, which I am, making this transition of moving the Call Me Donovan podcast over to Substack, it only makes sense for me to move the other one over as well. And you can have multiple newsletters, multiple podcasts on Substack up under one login, just like you can with Transistor and the rest of the the podcast hosting platforms. But I'm telling you all of this because I know in the past, and I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do the 301 redirect. But I know in the past, as I've moved from one hosting company to another, suddenly all of those podcasts that you've already listened to, you've already marked as archived or whatever, show back up in the damn feed as if they're brand new. So if that happens, if you're one of the five people, I think, that actually subscribe to this podcast, which thank you very much, then that's why. This one's going to go in the regular feed. So I can ensure that you get it before I make the transition. I may make the transition next weekend. I may make it sometime during the week, the upcoming week, uh, which is the first week in January, first week of 2024. My birthday is this Thursday. Yay me, be 54. Woo! <laughs> so, <laughs> uh I, I spent I spent almost 20 minutes. Of course, I don't know how this will be once I edit it all down, but 
a, at least 15 minutes explaining that I'm moving the podcast, damn it, as far as the hosting. And honestly, what it's going to do is I've, I've had a website with this as well, callmedonovan.com. I'm just, I'm moving that over to Substack as well. I'm not going to pay the $50 one-time fee that they want from you to be able to have your actual callmedonovan.com as for me to show up instead of the callmedonovan.substack.com. But that's where the miracle of Cloudflare comes in. And I use the shit out of Cloudflare services. They're free services. And one of the things you can do is they you get three rules for free as long as you let them proxy, which is just a thing in the DNS. They manage I, – I, for every domain, I either register a domain through them because they don't do a markup. They pass. They charge you what it costs them. I think normally it's nine dollars and seventy-seven cent to get like a .dot com or a .dot net or something like that. Go to any other provider, Namecheap, going to run you thirteen bucks, and you get all the same shit. You know the privacy that's automatic, all of that. So I, I I usually try to register domains through them. If I can't register because they cannot handle all of the TLDs, I still let them handle DNS. To me. There is no better provider out there at managing DNS. And if you want them to proxy your site, you have to let them manage your DNS. But along with that is the capability of doing these rules. And so I can easily just go into Cloudflare, create the, create two rules, and basically say, if anybody tries to get to callmedonovan.com or www.callmedonovan.com, it goes over to callmedonovan.substack.com. Boom, don't have to pay 50 bucks because I don't give a shit what it shows up in the, da- in the URL. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Years ago, it would have bothered me. Now, it doesn't. Not for personal sites like that. Now, my business, yeah. SouthTech, uh, SouthTech.network and the other domain, SouthTechNetworks.com, which I was an idiot when I put that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they're actually hosted by Squarespace and... That's because I don't have to, it's a billboard, that's it. Don't have to do anything else with it. But yeah, that was the whole point of this episode is to 217 days sober and that Call Me Donovan is going to be moving podcast host providers as well as the website. You probably didn't go to the website. If you subscribe to the podcast, you probably didn't give two shits about the the website. And fair point, That's that's okay. There were a few posts on there. I've got to rejigger some of them because um, you can import your WordPress to Substack, but when you've got embedded links to like YouTube videos and stuff, they don't come over. The link does, but it doesn't embed the video. You have to do some other stuff, which means Substack supports video. So there you go. Anyway, I think I'm amped up on coffee right now in a honey bun. <laughs> hey, I just want to tell you, because this probably will be, the last episode that I do for 2023. I really do appreciate you listening to this and supporting me in my my sober journey. I do. It's greatly appreciated. And as I've said before when I started this, this is a lifestyle change. And there have been a lot of positive things that have come out of this. I, For the most part, I sleep better at night. I still... We all have issues with sleep. Let's just be honest here. But I don't have to worry about waking up on a a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning 
feeling like a damn truck just ran over my ass. And and that lethargy feeling of just barely being able to get around and the woogie headedness and and that feeling in the pit of your stomach, either you feel nauseated or no matter how much food you put in your gut, you're starving. I don't know how many of you have that feeling, but when I've my instances of drinking too much in one sitting in an evening, all day the next day there's there's this feeling in the it's it's just a few inches lower than than the solar solar plexus if you if you tried to imagine it 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 would almost be like this 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 slit that this white light is trying to get out of and now you're wondering if i have actually taken a nip off of something no um and it it won't go away until usually by the end of the day or definitely by the next day but no matter how much food i could put in my gut it wouldn't go away and my brain always said you're hungry but i wasn't but i don't have to put up with that anymore and i still have my down days i still have my days where god it would be great to have a 90 minute ipa or a shot of tequila or during the holidays be able to celebrate and but then i realize what that would potentially lead to and no i'm 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 not going to succumb to that i'm not going to give in to it because this is my to borrow from tom Lycus, this is my new normal and i'm fine with it i'm fine with it marriage has its own other hurdles where my wife and i are in 2024 we'll hit 34 years if we don't kill each other there's some some things there we're having to deal with but honestly, those things are easier to deal with without the enemy on your shoulder that is alcohol. Because I think if I were still drinking, it would be much, much worse. Hell, we might even be divorced. I don't know. But now, no. I try my best to have a positive outlook on life. And again, like I say, there are days where, nah, What's the point? But I try to keep myself busy. Keep my my focus on my IT business, which is because that is what pays all my bills. But at the same time, working on these these other ventures, Tifton Talks, the newsletter, the new radio station that I've spun up, which is an online radio station called Radio Tift. If you're interested in listening to it, it's radiotift.com. I call it Tifton's first online freeform radio station because I basically just put whatever music I wanted into the rotation. And I'm going to keep doing that and see where it goes. Because if the world is still here with us and Social Security hasn't shit the bed, I want to retire somewhere between 62 and 65 to the point where I'll still work, but I'll do it when I want to. And I'll do the things that I want to because I want to, not because I have to. That's my goal. Anyway, again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to me just ramble on sometimes. Like with this one, it really didn't touch on sobriety that much, but I think the sober life, it's all-encompassing. And so everything you hear me talk about is a direct con- is directly connected to me being sober, because otherwise things would be completely different. So, I know I keep saying it, but I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you a lot. And here's to 2024. Let's kick ass in 2024. And in whatever endeavor it is that you are getting into, I know my friend Sam is is making a life change. 
And I am so damn proud of him and jealous, honestly, to a bit. I'm, I'm a little envious, but damn, dude, you fucking rock. <laughs> so I am so proud of you, my friend. And I am. I'm so happy to call you friend. So good luck in 2024 and beyond there. And to all of you. Like I say, let's kick ass in 2024. Enough of the gushy and all of that. I'm never going to get off of this damn thing, am I? Anyway, email address is don at callmedonovan.com. You can leave me a voicemail or a text at 229-796-4009. I believe I got that number right. Yeah, that is a Google Voice number. It's one I've had ever since Google Voice came out. It's actually an exchange in a city that's only 20 minutes away from here Roughly 15 miles or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah. Don at callmedonovan.com. Oh, that's the other reason to move it over to Substack. You can do comments. Some people like comments. Some people don't. But anyway. All right, Donovan. Get the hell off of this thing. Don at callmedonovan.com. I'm on X, Twitter, whatever. But I've actually moved over to Threads. So I spend most of my time over there. So my Instagram is Don Adkisson, D-O-N-A-D-K-I-S-S-O-N. So that's going to be me on threads as well. I'm Don Adkisson on Twitter. Fucking call, don't call it X. Uh, I use Facebook mainly for managing Tifton Talks and the Radio Tift uh, pages. Uh, I don't, I think I have two friends on there and they're actually my relatives, my wife and my youngest son. So, you know, whatever. But again, you can text me, you can you can call and leave me a voicemail, 229-796-4009. And with that, as I normally say, you can call me anything that you like, but I prefer you call me Donovan. Happy New Year, you mad bastards. Mm-hmm.